coming up in this week's episode of RSVP. Maybe just call someone else at the party to bring out their bits. I mean, not their bits. Their, their... <laughs> I secretly want to punch slow walking people in the back <laughs> of the head. If you're listening, Elton, I'll meet you there for a drink. It's time for a little RSVP, the show full of rants and stories, visions and pains and so much more with special guests and fun galore. Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams, confessions and everything in between. So sit back, relax, pour a wine or whiskey, get comfy, cause it's time for RSVP. Welcome back to RSVP, the podcast for event planners, serving up inspiration, ideas and industry laughs. Today's wonderful sparkly guest is Pete Rolfe, who is Client Services Director at The Appointment Group. Hello. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure to have you, especially as you bought a gift a bottle of red wine. Of course, of course, it had to be done. I feel like I'm being welcomed into your home. So I had to come with a gift. It's one of my family's red wines. So you're going to love it. What a great kind of business for your family to be in. But you have set a very dangerous precedent now because I'm going to be expecting gifts from all of the guests. It should Otherwise, be Otherwise, I'm just going to throw them out, throw them on the street. It, it should be mandatory. 100%. <laughs> Thank you for saying so. Of course. <laughs> So as our listeners know, RSVP is an acronym. And the first part of the acronym is R, which is for rants, my fave section personally. I have got a lot of rants. I found with all of these, I've had to really be quite ruthless. I've had so many, but there's two that I've landed on if I'm allowed two today. Absolutely. Good. Double trouble. And they're kind of relevant in the industry in everyday life. So the first one is dawdlers. <laughs> I hate a dawdler. It's like a massive pet peeve of mine. So physical dawdlers, verbal dawdlers, any sort of dawdling on the street, on aeroplanes, in business, in meetings. I hate it. That fumbling, unless you're elderly, have a disability, have an excuse for the dawdling. I'm a fast walker, places to be. And yeah, it drives me mad. So that is my first run. I hate it. Can I just ask you, because I was a part of this group back in the days when we all used to still use Facebook, there was this amazing Facebook group that was actually featured, I think, in a newspaper article called I Secretly Want to Punch Slow Walking People in the Back of the Head. <laughs> Were you a member of that group? Um, I mean, not officially on Facebook, but yeah, I would definitely fall in that. I have to restrain myself from verbally or physically assaulting those people. Oh they dr- and the same as actually, but I'm getting into too many rants are people that barge in front of you on the tube or barge on when people are trying to get off I've grabbed people's rucksacks before and pulled them back off the tube so yeah I would definitely be wow I'd definitely be in that category I I hope you're aware that if you ever get charged with anything we're gonna have to hand this recording over to the cops that's fine that's fine (laughs) it'll keep me uh keep my behavior in check and the second rant is um linked to my gift that I brought you today uh so I come from a wine family and I've grown up with great wine I love wine and Champagne for me is like my favourite drink and the top notch if you're having an event, if you're celebrating something, if you're bringing a gift for somebody, it's such a nice thing to do. And Prosecco has been introduced. And again, I don't like to bash anyone or anything and Prosecco has its place, but it's kind of been brought in and has been introduced and been accepted as almost this replacement for champagne for a celebratory drink. And for me, it just 
isn't the same thing. No, you know what? I completely agree with you. I was at a wedding at the weekend and it was like at this really big house. Um, they were quite a wealthy family. Weirdly, they had a statue of Boris Johnson, which I thought was a joke. And red I asked, flags. Yeah, red flags. I know. I know. I was like, I don't know if I want to be here. But yeah, they were really, really posh. And then they bought out, they had this, this reception and they bought out Prosecco. And the snob in me was just absolutely appalled. Do you know what, though? It, I don't think it's snobby. So for me, I love Carver. I love English sparkling wine. And I enjoy a glass of Prosecco occasionally. For me, it's quite sweet. I like the dryness of champagne. But it's just, it's just not the same. So if someone turns up at the house, and people who know me well know that I love champagne, and so that's always a nice gift. People that don't know me very well, or clearly show they don't, say, oh, I know that you like fizz. So I've bought you a bottle of fizz and it's prosecco and it's five pounds from the supermarket and i don't like it it drives me nuts same for really important vips for my clients when we're organizing an event champagne is something really special and sets the bar and so many venues will suggest a fizz or sparkling mm-hmm. uh, sort of welcome drink and for me it just yeah doesn't cut the mustard i'm afraid completely agree Ugh, Rant. prosecco keep prosecco where so it so common <laughs> So the next section is stories. And first up, we have your best and favourite destination story. What is it? Hit me. I try to think of something personally that brings me joy as a destination, but also is great for the industry that we're in. And so I landed on Monaco, which again, now I'm just going to be billed as like this bougie champagne drinking <laughs> Monaco attending. I, I like a pie mash and liquor in the East End as much as I love champagne and a trip to Monaco. Yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> I'm not a snob. But I've uh, been t- lucky enough to go there with my family when I was younger. Uh, my good friend Becky, her family, who are sort of an extension of mine, have a place out there. And so I'm, I've been lucky enough to see it sort of from the inside. I've also been lucky enough to plan incentives there. Um, I just think in Europe, it's got a real excitement about it. So for clients in the industry, they are wanting something that's really special for their guests quite often for an incentive trip. And a lot of people haven't been able to go to Monaco. Obviously, it's an expensive destination. There's not huge hotel availability. So it's really special. I think for guests, clients, it's a brilliant, brilliant trip. If you're a food lover and a drink lover like me, there's so many great places to go to. And again, it's not just the big name venues that are sort of synonymous with bougie spots around the world. It's the little beach clubs. It's the unknown restaurants and bars that are on the the beach side or the, the back streets, which for me are really special. I've had some great memories there. And You can jump on a boat. I say you can jump on a boat. If you're lucky enough to be on a great event and take it on a boat, you can head down to somewhere like Lagarit toward Cannes, which is possibly the best restaurant in the world. Heading to for a great meal. Elton John is sometimes there. But it's like... It feels like it's you're making that entrance down the boardwalk, best friend in hand, dressed up to the nines, and you've got a fabulous day in the sunshine, great food and drink. But then once the party gets going, everyone's up on the tables, mingling. It's got a really down-to-earth appeal. And obviously, you're very lucky if you're able to be there. But I like that interaction in a beautiful setting, great food, and just letting your head down and having a good time. So, yeah, Monaco, for me, is a very special destination. I like how you said you can you know, spot Elton John there, so celeb spotting. But also, I feel like somewhere Elton John is like, oh, wow, I saw Pete Rolfe there. <laughs> Let's hope that's the case. I mean, I, have, I had quite a bad injury at dancing on a table to ABBA, 
at that very restaurant. So hopefully you didn't see me getting carried out on somebody's back uh, and hobbling back onto the boat because that wasn't the most glam moment. But um, yeah, well, let's hope he is. If you're listening, Elton, I'll meet you there for a drink soon. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we have your favourite hotel experience. So I am going to go for Unico 2087, which is uh, a gorgeous hotel in Riviera Maya in Mexico. I love Mexico. I was there about six years ago to this particular hotel. It just opened and I was lucky enough to go during the soft launch period. And I went for personal reasons. It wasn't for business, although subsequently since we've uh, hosted a huge event there for a large group of delegates it's picturesque it's beautiful the area is filled with so much culture and history and the hotel really embodies all of that it's got lots of restaurants and bars beautiful pools everything that you would expect for like a gorgeous beachside holiday resort um but it's got great facilities there for conferencing for events but the reason for me that it really is the ultimate hotel and I think it was due to that period I was there all of the spa treatments were included in in the oh stay. yeah that definitely wasn't I mean, a deciding factor yeah yeah that, that definitely has a lot to do with it so yeah it was a a soft launch offer where you just had to pay for your tips in the spa so a lot of people are like oh i'm definitely gonna check that out i took the different approach i was like this is the main focus of my holiday now i love a treatment love a massage so i was basically booked in breakfast like lunch and dinner for haircuts uh beard trims hand massages reflexology i was like the most pampered person and we were there for two weeks so i basically spent half my time in the spa and loved every second of it glowing. yeah it's like a dream holiday for me you've got all of the beautiful surroundings nature and all the culture of the destination you're in you know holidays for me are to switch off and that was just yeah the dream the Five treatments a day. <laughs> well, if we ever need to bribe you, we know facial and a massage. Absolutely. And a haircut. Oh my God, yeah, I'm in, wherever you need me. <laughs> and next we have your favourite food experience, which I feel is going to be hard because like me, you sound like a massive foodie. Oh my God, I'm a huge foodie. This was one, again, I tried to pick one that was linked to the industry and I was lucky enough to be in Mykonos earlier in the year for an incentive trip. And somehow I've like missed the memo as a gay man on Mykonos, which I don't know how that's possible. I'm now in a relationship. I'm engaged this year. Finally. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Um, but I feel like I've missed literally decades of wild fun I could have had when I was single in one of the most beautiful places, again, that I've ever been to. So for me, it was really exciting to be there this year with clients. And there's one of the original restaurants that was around in Jackie O's time. So there were three restaurants that were sort of the go-to places in the 60s. And this one restaurant is still standing. So it was part of our itinerary from sort of a heritage perspective, but also because it has a great reputation. So it's called Remezzo. And it's by the old town. It's overlooking the water. So you've got a beautiful setting. It's the original building. So it's got so much great energy around it. And the menu looks delicious. The setting's perfect. So for me, I almost was worried it wasn't going to live up to expectations. But they have a dish on their menu, which is an 18-hour slow-cooked lamb in this like wrapped parcel of parchment paper. So at the end, when the restaurant's closing at the end of the night, the chefs are starting to cook the lamb for the following evening. Mm -hmm. And it was just out of this world. It was like melt in the mouth. It was 
absolutely divine and a really simple dish uh, and local dish and it was just beautiful and accompanied at the same time I love a spicy marg is a favorite cocktail of mine mine too really mine okay. too i just yeah absolutely with mezcal not tequila Ooh, nice <laughs> nice twist i feel like we've got dangerous times ahead with spicy <laughs> we do we do so arriving at the restaurant the manager she's fabulous a lady called sophia said to me do you like cocktails i was like love them and she said we do the best spicy mug you're ever gonna taste and i was like again That's high bold expectations claim. bold claim and um, they lived up. The way it's presented is absolutely beautiful. It essentially has dry ice billowing from it. And again, you're thinking, all theatre, is it going to have the substance? It was absolutely mind-blowing. Had several of them <laughs> while I was there. And yeah, I, again, just I think so much of a food experience is about the setting, the environment, the vibe. So you've got this beautiful outlook over the ocean, the old town with all the history. Jackie O's been there with her entourage of fabulous gays and glitterati from Hollywood and from politics over the years. So it's got a backstory. It's got this original history. The food's incredible, but also the staff were just beautiful. I was like coming away thinking, you know, you'd happily be kissing male or female, (laughs) any any of the staff that are in there. They're beautiful. The food's incredible. The drinks are great. I mean, top notch. So yeah, if you're in Mykonos, check out Romezzo. It's gorgeous. So the next section is the vision section, which is where you get to go absolutely mad. What is your vision, Pete? Are you ready for this? Because it's going to be... I don't think I can ever be ready for anything you say. (laughs) It's going to be... It's big, okay? It's big. Um, So so I've been lucky enough to work within the LGBTQIA plus sphere quite a lot in my career, which is really important for me. It's something I'm super passionate about. So I suddenly thought, imagine if... Things got so much bigger than planet Earth. And I'm sure you've had people talking about space before. But this is basically like universe pride. So it's not just oh my God, London pride. pride. And there's world pride that happens every year. But this is universe pride. Copyright okay? that right now. I am. Right. I don't know how that happens. For the but aliens please. get it. Yeah. Well, essentially, this is it, right? So the, the meaningful part behind this, because there's a lot of just surface level stuff coming. But the meaningful part is how great would it be if the bigotry of people being homophobic or racist and having prejudice against who you love, right? Which is insanity still in this day and age. It's then just blown it out of the water because then bringing people from other planets and different species where people are then objecting to the fact that you're, you've fallen in love with an alien just for me has a great humor to it, but also that political message of we're only so big as the world that we're living in, but there's so much more out there and just being open-minded Universe Pride would allow that. So think kind of Eurovision meets Pride happening in space. I'm a massive Star Wars fan, so it's like, it's got to be on like a rebel spaceship heading somewhere out into space. Princess Leia is probably one of the spokespeople for Universe Pride. And you've got all of our top divas from all time performing there. So you've got like Cher doing a performance, Ariana Grande, plus all of the people from other planets bringing their like top divas for these moments. Steps are probably headlining because I'm an obsessive Steps fan. Who else? Fan. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> can't so think who else it could be. Get Claire Richards, <laughs> Faye Tozer and the team on board. Like this is going to be the headline act. But a music festival where you're celebrating love with no boundaries, literally across the entire universe. Obviously, sponsored by a champagne brand. Obviously, there's going to be slow-cooked lamb being served everywhere. But a massive celebration out in space that celebrates love. And let's say that only people that are allowed to attend the event 
are good people. That's so beautiful and wonderful. I actually, for the first time in my life, I don't have a smart comment to make. <laughs> you just want to be on that ship, right? I just right? want to be there. I just want to be You want to be curtsying to Princess Leia and then oh, yeah. dancing to Steps in Space. And borrowing that gold bikini. Oh my God. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, you've already got your outfit sorted, see? You know exactly what the dress code is there for Universe go. Pride. <laughs> We have our pain section. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I'm so excited to see your excitement and okay. your reaction. So, dear Charlotte, unlike many normal people, I dread the summer months. The reason for this is it brings back a painfully embarrassing memory. Oh my God, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Last summer, I was at a work party which was taking place in a London park to take advantage of the beautiful weather we were having. About halfway through, I realised I had run out of cigarettes and being quite partial to smoke while I'm drinking wine, I decided to quickly dip out and buy some more. I'm very guilty of this. I'm not a smoker, but I get it. A lot of my friends are. It goes hand in hand a lot of the times. I'm not either, but like as soon as wine touches my lips... Or need champagne, yeah. yeah. I just, I'm like, I need a cigarette. So I, I totally empathise with. This. I've got no idea where this is going to go right now because this is all completely normal. That's that's the best. I love it. When, <laughs> I love it when you have no clue. And you're like anything could happen. Yes, it could. Little did I know, the park had a closing time, as they often do, and this happened to coincide with my exit. Trapped outside the locked gates with all my friends and stuff inside and no park warden in sight, I realised I would have to scale the fence. I managed to persuade a very gentlemanly Uber Eats driver to give me a leg up. <laughs> this just makes it even better. Like, he's busy delivering a chicken burger somewhere and you're like, hang on, before you go about your day, I need a bolster over Yeah, there. it's like, I know you get timed on how long your deliveries <laughs> take, but excuse me, I need to get back into this party right now. <laughs> Sadly, I overestimated my agility and also the clearance on the anti trespass spike. Oh, no. My trousers caught and I lost my balance, (laughs) ripping both those and my underwear down the middle. Stop! (laughs) I'm just like in disbelief. So Um, at the moment, I'm thinking about the poor Uber Eats man. (laughs) He's still there just thinking, what the hell? I hope he just... Ditched well, he, and ran. He's like Dan Winderball this as well, remember? He's got like, his eyeballs are right in the action. <laughs> as I hung there, flashing my most private bits to the world, I reflected on how I should probably give up smoking. <laughs> A small group had gathered to watch me struggle down, and I dread to think there may have been camera phones involved. Oh, no. Luckily, a kind passerby gave me something to cover up with while I immediately called a taxi to make a hasty exit. To cover up with. I'm hoping it's like a sweatshirt that they've used as a pair of trousers, like putting their <laughs> legs through the arms and then sort of knotting the waistband of the jumper. Did you do that when you were a kid? I well, loved doing that. Yeah, I feel like that that would be an instant... She's She or he have done the right thing there yeah. of like... I need to cover up. But do, are they saying potentially that the people they were at the party with have seen this? Or are these just complete strangers? I, think that, the, I get the impression this is complete strangers. Because I feel like that's not so bad. I feel like if something happens in front of complete strangers, you can kind of laugh things off. I mean, laughing off 
your genitals being exposed on top of a fence is quite quite a big <laughs> ask. It's quite a baller move. Yeah, but if you're like, if you fall over in front of strangers, you can sort of laugh at yourself. It's, I don't know, there's that anonymity thing, yeah. which obviously this lovely person is anonymous now. But if it was in front of the people that you're at the party with, you'd have to quit changer. your job. That's yeah. it. And sorry, was it a work party? I missed the beginning. It was part. a work yeah. party. Indeed. Yeah, like that is like genitals and work, just not a good blend, <laughs> is it at all? I think that's a good life rule. Genitals work. No, yes. never the two shall meet. <laughs> and it's not a lesson you feel like you need to be taught. But no one's ever said that to me, or have they to you? No. Work and genitals. No, but no. I, I think it should go without saying. Yeah, surely. it really should. But yeah, this poor person is then in that dire situ. So carrying on, I immediately called a taxi to make a hasty exit. The party and my things completely forgotten by this point. <laughs> Needless to say, I no longer smoke. <laughs> well, at least, see, that's a positive outcome that's come out mm. of it. They've probably learned in the future, maybe just call someone else at the party to bring out their bits. I mean, not their bits, their... their... <laughs> They did that we themselves. We don't need more genitals involved. Yeah, no, no more genitals. But there were, there was like various options rather than scaling a fence. I'm imagining that's the alcohol. It gives you that sense of inflated agility. I can leap over this with the help of an Uber Eats driver. But yeah, I'm sure that they've learned a few lessons from that. But I'm glad that stopping smoking is one of them. Absolutely. And also wear really good underwear because you never know. I mean, although it was ripped to tatters. It's like that thing, isn't it, where they say you should always wear your best underwear and if you're wearing bra and pants, they should match. Because if you get hit by a car and the ambulance comes to get you and you go into hospital and you're wearing your grand There will pants, be judgment passed if you've yeah, got a mismatched how, bra and knickers. <laughs> how embarrassing. That's definitely the worst thing you're going to be worrying about, right? A hundred percent. The fashion choices of your undergarments. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pete. You've been an amazing guest. I You're welcome. Fun. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Let's go and have a spicy mug. Absolutely. <laughs>